0: You are Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast on the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Part of the Locked
1: On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's up, Hill State Nation? Welcome into Locked On Mississippi State, your daily podcast dedicated to the Mississippi State Bulldogs. I'm your host, Taylor Jones. Bart Hight is with us for this Wednesday edition of the show and, Bart, the last time that you and I talked, we uh, had a football game to talk about, and now we don't. Uh, late Monday night, it was uh, announced that the Auburn-Mississippi State game would be postponed, and there were some you know, rumors uh, circulating around as to why the game was canceled. Of course, COVID-19 was uh, the, uh, the first target, of course, but then it was announced that there was a mix of COVID and a mix of injuries to where Mississippi State couldn't meet the threshold, of uh, SEC or linemen for an SEC contest. So, of course, they they said we're going to just postpone this until December the 12th. And uh, Coach Leach went on saying that they were one player away from not being able to play in the Vanderbilt game, too, which is something that uh, bravo for him for being able to keep that under wraps. But since then, uh, yesterday it was announced that uh, Auburn had some COVID-19 cases and there were also other games that were uh, postponed due to COVID-19 situations Uh, Those games being uh, Memphis at Navy, Louisiana Monroe at Arkansas, and two more SEC games, including uh, Texas A&M at Tennessee and Alabama at LSU. So I just get your initial reaction uh, going back to Monday when it was announced that uh, the Auburn-Mississippi State game would be postponed until uh, December the 12th. So just your overall thoughts, and are you surprised that we got this far into the season before this COVID-19 issue became uh, really relevant for Mississippi State?
1: It's a spike. It, it's it, it, I think it's a spike of, uh, you know, a proportion we haven't seen yet over the weekend. Uh, the first day we'd had over 100,000 cases uh, in the country, I think, like 102,000 cases. So it's, you know, a lot of it has to do with testing, um, that people are, um, you know, more aware now. And it's, and it's but, but it's, it's something we're going to have to deal with. And, you know, I think we were all expecting it. It's kind of like when you're watching a basketball game. I got a little baby Mako that, bless his heart, he fouls. Um, he, he's playing so hard that he fouls, like, too much. And he hadn't learned really how to, how to, how to channel that energy yet. But, like, you know, we're all kind of I, I, – when I watch him play, I'm kind of like, oh, don't foul, oh, don't foul. And that's kind of how this season's been. Oh, I mean, you see this and this and then now – you know, this is the week. This is the week. We haven't seen uh, anything like this yet. So what's going to happen? I don't know. I mean, is it, you know, there's a lot of fluid. There's a lot of, is it being spread through football? You know, um, you know, we were talking earlier and, you know, you you brought up a great point about um, the bye week, you know, what, uh, you know, how that might affect, And you know, go into that a little bit about, you know, you know, what your point was about how um, you know, you know Auburn being off on a bye week.
0: Yeah, and that goes back to the argument that they had at the beginning of the year of, well, if they're not going to play football because it's not safe, then how are they going to let them still go to class because of uh, they were saying, okay, yeah, we're still going to have uh, in-person instruction, but we're not going to let you have football. That kind of didn't make sense to a lot of people. And then the SEC and a few other of the conferences said, okay, well, we're just going to start a little later and kind of keep these guys with us Uh, keep them in a little bubble especially over the summer and then uh, you know students started coming back and we started seeing some uh, rises in cases but for the most part the SEC and the rest of college football had done a pretty good job I thought of uh, keeping a lockdown on testing making sure that the uh, athletes aren't uh, staying out too much they're not mingling with uh, non-athletes or uh, anything like that for a long period of time and uh, it, it kind of makes you wonder, you know, with the bye week. I know uh, Auburn had a bye week. Alabama had a bye week. Their game is now uh, postponed with LSU. But it was actually LSU that it had some uh, cases go up. And that's going to be a completely different thing. And we'll get into that in just a second about how that game's going to work. Because I feel like you have to play it. But when are you going to play it? But it, it's just, it, I, I kind of just think about this is, you know, how many of those players actually went home? And we're around family and we're around uh, their friends and uh, going to the store and going to the restaurant and, you know, wherever when they were so used to being around people that were tested almost every day and basically around the same people constantly. And then they go around people that they haven't been around in a long time. How much of that uh, played into it? Because, you know, you look at it uh, two days ago. It's all Mississippi State. Mississippi State's the reason that we can't play this game. And then it came out yesterday that Auburn has had a handful of staffers that were uh, that tested positive. A couple of players tested positive, and it got to be a little too much. So Auburn ended up having to shut down facilities too. So it's just you know one of those things that I still feel like we don't really know a whole lot about. You know, was it you know them stepping off campus was that the reason that we're in this situation or? Uh, was it just you know maybe someone decided they wanted to you know come into the facility and help clean or maybe they were there for another reason and they brought it with them not knowing that they had it I don't really know what the situation is but uh, this COVID nineteen thing is messy and it's really a miracle in my opinion Bart that we've uh, gotten this long without seeing too many uh, cancellations I know Vanderbilt's had some issues uh, Florida had some issues after that Texas A and M game but it's really starting to hit hard towards the end of the year.
1: It is. And, the, and, and if you pay attention, I know a lot of people don't pay attention to the numbers, but, you know, I I, I kind of watch all sides and they've been growing. They haven't been drinking, you know, blame who you want, you know, say this person's better to lead it, that person's better. I mean, the thing is nobody has ever dealt with any of this. So how yeah. are you supposed to know how to deal with it, right? Yeah. You know, And yeah, it became political. Yeah. You know, okay. That's fine. You know, how are we going to deal with it? You know, now the football season's in jeopardy big time, which means basketball season is in jeopardy, which means this is the worst it's been. And like, everybody needs to, you know, there's a lot of argument about wearing the mask, whether I'm going to wear my mask and it may not work, but you know, until somebody proves that it doesn't. And we did have something come out this week. I used to, I, I used to actually play softball for Pfizer um, a long time ago. Shout out to all them world championships of that Pfizer teams, by the way. Um, but I used to also compete against Pfizer drugs when I sell pharmaceuticals. And man, they got they got great engineers. And a lot of their engineers are some of those same engineers. Um, they they take pride in that. They stay and they develop more drugs. And they you know and this is this is like the United States has never seen anything like this, Taylor. Um, like in our lifetime. To where, other than HIV um, and AIDS, to where something had to be developed and uh, and and, and, it, and it and it have to work. Ninety, it, it, I heard read something today a couple of times. Ninety percent vaccine—that's positive. However, when it comes to you know how long it's going to take to distribute that, to realize how that's going to become economical and you know, who's going to pay for it and all those things. Yeah, they'll get it to market. Yeah, they'll rush it. But at the same time, we're right in the middle of this thing. And it has spread. And it's like, I mean, how many SEC games are there this week?
0: Um, I'm not exactly sure now. I know of at least three that have been uh, postponed, but I don't know how right. many were on a bye week. or You're going to run out of weeks, like dude. That. Yeah, You're you, going to run out of weeks. And that's now. exactly the uh, the problem that LSU is facing not right now. If you remember uh, a couple weeks ago, they had their game against Florida postponed. That game was moved that's to December right. 12th. They've got to play you know the what? game against Alabama. I mean, that's that's you know on the table. You have to do that, but how? Where are they going to play it? I, I don't know.
1: Well, the thing is, like we uh uh you I don't know if you can do this, man, with the physicality in college football. It's dangerous if you do, um, and I just don't see it happening. I, I see you somehow having a vote or some, or something. On it's probably going to be Alabama anyway, and maybe it'll work itself out. And the SEC people can get together and just agree. Um, and everybody just kind of deals with what is yeah. ever. And maybe it is the season with an asterisk, you know. But, like, our guys played, like, uh, didn't have a game on, or they played Friday night and then made up one on a Tuesday night and then played on Friday night. That's tough. Football's physical. You know, it, it, for all of you out there that hadn't ever played football and don't really know what it's like to go get beat around, and, I, and I'll be very frank about it. I didn't like getting hit. I really didn't like hitting nobody unless they wasn't looking. I like to hit people when they weren't looking. I'm, I'm going to tell you that. I did like to do that a of times. Legally, I always try to do it legally. Um, but if when you play a football game, the next day, two days after that, it's like if you've ever been in a car accident you know, and got banged around in the car, that's what it feels like. And the more that banging you take, man, you have to have, to have time to recover. And, you know, our our, our teams are um, – uh, Orange Beach teams had to play Friday night, make a game, of Tuesday, make a game up Tuesday night, and then play on Friday night. Well, you know that's a lot easier to do as high school teams because the level, every level you go up, any sport, especially in football, physicality is a lot, a lot more hefty. And you know, college athletes, I just don't, I don't know or see how you would do it unless you kind of somehow did it during Christmas. Um, I think that's, uh, and if they, you want to, if you want to continue and play those games, but it's kind of like, why are you playing those games? Cause you're not playing for a championship. Um, unless they move the SEC championship back to Christmas, um, which I think might be an option. Is that, am I wrong about that?
0: Yeah. I feel like if there's, uh, there's enough cases and enough evidence that they probably need to, then I wouldn't, I wouldn't think that they would uh, have that off the table, honestly. So with today's news of not very many SEC games played, there's still some college football games that are going to be played on Saturday. I know the Big Ten is picking right back up. I know a couple of teams, including Wisconsin, they uh, haven't been able to play due to COVID-19. It hit the Big Ten and it's hit the Pac-12 a little bit. So uh, there's still plenty of football for you to watch on Saturday. And when you do that, be sure that you uh, crack open a cold Coors Light while you do it because it is the official beer of watching college football just to sit down and drink beer so uh flip through the channels find the game you want and crack open that cold coors light coors light is cold lagered, cold filtered and a cold package it is literally made to chill it's as crisp and refreshing as the colorado rockies perfect for a moment to unwind so coors light it's perfect for me it has uh so Coors Light, it's perfect for me, it's perfect for you, it's perfect for everyone. Coors Light, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, celebrates responsibly.
1: So we'll It talk. was Joe Heitch. Joe, Joe Heitch? Joe Heitch's favorite beer. Oh, Joe that's Heitch's nice. favorite beer. Big Joe Heitch, everybody knows. He had a Coors Light towel, Joe Heitch.
0: That's right. He, uh, he enjoyed when the mountains were blue. Absolutely. Uh, so we've talked about this uh, COVID-19 situation, Bart and how it's affected uh, the SEC. Three SEC games have been postponed as of the recording of this podcast. Uh, Texas A&M at Tennessee, Alabama at LSU, and Auburn at Mississippi State. The games that are currently going to be played in the SEC this week, and again, as of this recording, uh, Georgia at Mizzou coming up at 11 o'clock, also Vanderbilt at Kentucky, uh, Arkansas at Florida, the nightcap, and then Ole Miss will host South Carolina at seven thirty, so there are several SEC games being played right now. But
1: um, I want to talk about one of them. Okay, you go right ahead. How bad do you think Kirby Smart is rethinking Justin Fields? Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> absolutely. Has that there is a ever guy. Been, yeah, a guy that you really wish there been like ever
1: guys. been. Taylor, as their – like, let, let's really step back and think about – and I haven't been listening to radio. People may be making this point. But I thought about it when I watched them against Arkansas. It's when I thought about it, and I should have coined it then, and I didn't. It's three national championships, dog. I'm not saying they would have won them, Bama, LSU, whoever. But I am saying – Georgia's defense is legitimate. Now, Alabama ran through it, like, but, man, you can't keep getting stops. You can't keep getting stop after stop after stop after stop in this league now with these explosive offenses. Look what Tua did this weekend. Nobody paid attention. Nobody's talked about that Tua won that game on the road. I mean, pay attention. Miami's relevant, guys. They're relevant in that division. and They're not going to win it because the Bills are going to win it. But they will have a chance to wild card because the SEC's different now. Right, but I'm telling you, the Justin Fields move, the from Justin Fields, and when he when he did it, I didn't know how good Justin Fields was. But everybody like everybody kept comparing him to Cam. If Justin Fields goes on, he doesn't have to win it, but to play for an national championship. But if he goes on this year and wins it, Kirby Smart better be careful. That's all I'm saying. You're yeah, that- down to your fourth quarterback, and he would be there. And the
0: fact that he's only been there, see, what is this? His fifth season at Georgia, fourth or fifth? Yes. The fact that he's had to go through that twice for the same guy, and I know Jacob Eason when he left to go to Washington, he didn't have as much of an impact at Washington as Justin Fields is having at Ohio State right now. But gosh, he's had to deal with that twice in just a handful but, of seasons.
1: But no, but it's it's the from factor, and it it's is. like it's and, and it's like, and I hate it. And I hate it, man, because Fromm will be disrespected because of this. And that's how this is going to go. And I'll always defend him. I will not. And But it goes to the point of, like, I'm not getting – I'm, I'm getting at Kirby saying that, like, we don't really understand, like – you talk about the dynamics of that, man. You're dealing with kids' lives, you know. And, like, what if you do make the wrong decision and this kid goes on and leaves and goes and does something great? You know, the conversations down the road and the relationship that Kirby Smart and Fromm will, ha- Fromm will have, you know what, will that be worth it some coaches? Yeah, it is, man. You know, and he stood by his guy, and, and, and Fromm just wasn't the guy that – and they had a lot of different things happen, you know, but Phils is proving what everybody thought. And I'm just saying that whole conversation with Georgia fans is going to last for a long, long, long time. Today's show is
0: brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. 18 amazing flavors, including their six new flavors, including lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp, and my favorite, cookies and cream. Built Bar is perfect for those that are health conscious and it's perfect for those on the keto diet because they're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high in protein, and they're high in fiber. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in this delicious treat. And the great news is is that when you go to BuiltBar.com and make your selection, trust me, it's probably one of the hardest things you'll have to do is trying to find that perfect bar for you. But Built Bar makes it easy. You can have the three-pack where you get 18 bars of three different flavors, or you can get the sample pack where you can try one of all, and you can find your favorite uh, Built Bar flavor in uh, in that box. But while you're trying it out... Be sure to use the promo code Locked On and you will get twenty percent off your next order. Again, use the promo code Locked On for twenty percent off at BuiltBar.com. It's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It is Built Bar. We'll continue our conversation with Bart Haidt. We've uh, talked about a lot of things. We've talked about uh, COVID nineteen. We've talked about uh, some of the SEC games that will be played this weekend, and uh, we've got a lot more coming to you. And I want to ask Bart a question about another SEC team, another SEC game that will be played this week. This is Locked On Mississippi State, your team every day. Final segment of today's show, and we are talking about the games that will actually be played this week in the SEC due to uh, COVID-19. Of course, uh, Mississippi State and Auburn was the first domino to fall. We've also seen Texas A&M at Tennessee postponed, and we've also seen Alabama at LSU postpone, and that's one game that's going to be uh very curious. I'm very curious to see how that one's going to end up because LSU already has a makeup game with Florida scheduled on December the fourth. So we'll see how that works out. But we were talking about Georgia in that last segment, Bart, and I want to bring up another team in the SEC, and that was a team that uh, absolutely manhandled uh Georgia and Jacksonville last week, the Florida Gators. Um they seem to be the front runner of the SEC right now with uh, only one loss in the conference. Georgia already with two and Used to, if you had two losses in the SEC, no matter what your division was, with the exception of, uh, I think it was '03 3 LSU. No, it was '07 7 LSU that had two losses and still won a national championship. But that's usually the threshold. If you lose two games in the SEC, you're out of the running of the SEC title. You're out of the running of the national title. Florida with one loss, uh, how well do you see them doing the rest of the year, and how do they stack up with this Alabama team?
1: They, you know, one game – you know, I think I hope Dan Mullins learned a little something from his horrible horrible experiences playing Alabama. I would like to make that statement. Is that okay if I make that statement, Taylor? Yeah, you go right ahead. His horrible. I hope he goes into the game with better game calling and gameplay and game planning and Zone read, zone read, zone read. Uh, Start throwing it when you get in the red zone, you know. Um, But Trask is good. Trask is efficient. Trask is the type of quarterback, uh, a Greg McElroy bigger, but um, game manager, been in the system, smart kid, understands it. Not going to put his team in a lot of positions. But nobody's really gotten a lot of pressure on him either, Taylor, that I've seen. Um, and I hadn't watched him a ton, uh, but but I think Alabama will get after him if they play, and that that'll that would be that would be my because I don't think Florida will run it that well. And I just don't know that they can. I don't know. The ball saving factor to me in that matchup is just too much. Now if Dan beats him and outscores him, that's. Um, and Florida's defense is good, man. Alabama's good, man. Alabama. Devontae Smith is a stud, man. Um, Matt Jones is a pro quarterback. He's a pro quarterback, and uh, they got a pro running back and a couple guys up front. So I mean, you got pros on that offense that, you know, typically with Alabama, when the pro, when it's time for the pros to be pros, um, they shine. So I just, you know, I don't see them stumble on their schedules. Not that hard. Um, so I think you'll see Florida in the championship game, but I don't. I think you'll see a 44-24 type, 44-30 type game to where Florida just can't score nothing, can't stop them none.
0: Is there any other game that's on your radar? We talked about uh, Georgia-Missouri. We talked about uh, Florida and Arkansas, of course, being that feel-good story. Coach Sam Pittman not going to be able to coach in that game due to his uh, positive COVID-19 test. But you've also got South Carolina at the school up north. And Vanderbilt, Kentucky. Any of those other uh, tantalizing SEC games really standing out
1: to you? Um, the game off seventy-eight uh, in North Mississippi is interesting to me. It's a tweener game. You have them. You have them in basketball. You have them in. But it's a game that 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 Muschamp needs to win if that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, how long are they going to give him, bro? I mean, how long are they going to give him? And, you know, you beat an Auburn team that I still don't think that's good, that they're that good. I just I just don't. I think they're good at home, and I think they'll be good at home now. They played, they, they blew out a terrible LSU team. South Carolina played well against Auburn. That's the best they've played. But Ole Miss is kind of what – Ole Miss wants to be on the come-up, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. And it's kind of like we try to teach our kids last two minutes of the first quarter – or excuse me, last two minutes of the first half, first two minutes of the first half. You know, those are very important minutes. And then obviously the end of the game how you start the game, and, you, and that's an eight-minute period. That's a whole quarter. And when you break it down like that, that's a big deal. We have to break seasons down like that too. And right now I would consider what Lane's done – good for the expectations but how you gonna continue this is one of those tweener games that you got a guy that really needs his team to play well and if if they can keep if if the opposition that we're not big fans of can keep scoring like they're scoring and it becomes consistent that starts to become a culture and you know you got a coach with a head coach of a team that's coming up there that's been in a lot of schools with a lot of good defenses so I think it's a good measuring stick for all of us to see, you know, you know, is the offensive scheme and plan as good as it is good as we, you know, hope it isn't. <laughs> and is much going to be there next year? You know, that's what I take from that game. Um, and I think both those things are pretty interesting.
0: We've got a couple more shows this week of Locked On Mississippi State. Uh, going to be a toss up as to what they're going to be about. Uh, We're kind of taken aback by the news of Auburn and we just Mississippi go with it, bro. State. Yeah, that's really the only thing you can do in this situation. It, so uh, stay tuned to us. Uh, we may have a surprise for you in the next couple of days. But in the meantime, Bart, where can people find you on social media?
1: People can find me at, at bh 22 at bhyche22 on Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Bart Hyche on Facebook. Um, yeah, man. Everybody, uh, stay safe out there, and uh you know, try to stay as alone, you know, as you can because it's spiking, and uh, and numbers prove that. So we're not gonna have as much football this weekend. So. Gotta do some basketball research. We, we, we need to start talking some basketball next week, Taylor. I, I got to get on that. I've been slacking on that. We've had too much practice, but I'm getting my voice back, and, and I'm and I'm and I'm training myself. You know, yell less, and so now I've got to do research more. You know, and start getting the uh, how practice is going uh, at the hump, and uh, and how the Bulldogs are doing.
0: It just means more in the SEC. That's right. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on social media on Twitter and Instagram. That's at LockedOnMissState, LockedOn, M-I-S-S-S-T. You can also send us an email, Locked on Mississippi State at gmail.com. Bard, another great show. Uh, looking forward to talking with you again down the road. Stay safe.